Good morning, churches. I'm so glad to be here again. And uh, hi, Medicine Church. I know where the camera is, so <laughs> okay. I'm sorry I couldn't be there with you, but I'm I'm happy you can follow us here in Champagne. So, and uh, yes, as Tracy mentioned, uh, I had a flight uh, via Istanbul, and unfortunately they had a terrorist attack that few hours before I came there. So I, my flight to Istanbul from Odessa had me delayed. So I had very short connection. I had to jump from my one plane to another plane. I already did, but not my luggage. <laughs> so I came here and I had just my things, my clothes the same. So this morning, yeah, yesterday, maybe five hours before I left medicine, I finally got my luggage. Yesterday night we got into this town with the Tracy. Thanks, Tracy, you picked me up from the medicine. And this morning I put my new clothes on myself. <laughs> and I feel this is a very good day. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to make to become more happier, just you know, wear the three or four days the same clothes and then you will feel much more happier. <laughs> yes, and uh, so far it's good things going on in Odessa, Ukraine. Uh, we uh, have tw our 23rd anniversary just this morning. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you can see the picture, few pictures of this morning. Yeah, this is a worship team. Uh, we have fancy hall, Tracy and Phil. They saw it. Yeah. We have balloons on our Sunday service. Yes, and this is a choir. Okay. Yeah, uh, this morning it was like 3 a.m. for us here. Our service held in Odessa because of time zone change. So I not only missed my anniversary service, I slept all of our anniversary souls. <laughs> what a poor church leader, huh? <laughs> yes, but I, I promised them I will watch it uh, on the oldest record. It is an online, on website. Yes, when we just had Tracy and Phyllis in Odessa a few weeks ago. It was uh, very great to be there and uh, just see you again. I'm so happy. Uh, we had, so far, we, this year we had four baptisms and three restorations in Odessa Church. Uh, yes, thanks God. You know, like, it's a good news, but always you, you want more and more, you know. Yes, but thanks God for every saved soul. Uh, we have new campus couple. They moved, ba uh, they moved back from Kiev, from the School of Missions, back to Odessa. They start to lead, and we send our returns to Kiev to be part of their mission school pro program. And uh, this year we chose three couples to be a shepherds and to be in the future as uh, candidates of elders. So we're grateful all our fellows from Tracy and Phyllis and from Ron and Patty and Kevin and Leanne uh, to our, this is something new for us to have elders. We don't have any elders. It doesn't mean the church is 23 years old, but we still don't have any elders in the church. So we are looking forward to have them maybe in a few years, with God's will. Uh, next week, uh, we will start a summer internship program for uh, three weeks uh, for our campus students. And I have good news, more than 50% of our campus ministry sign up for this program. Sign it up. And we had to send... Uh, six, five uh, campus kids to the kitchen of Moldova for, to be a part of this summer program there. But unfortunately, of this this accident, 
uh, Tracy mentioned we had to cancel and they will stay in Odessa. So we'll have about 15 campus kids. They will, uh, next three weeks, they will study Bible, they will share a faith, they will have a fun, a picnic, and they will uh, learn a Bible. They've been trained to be a good, uh, better, I don't know how to say, not a minister, but you know, leaders or disciples or evangelists, to be more evangelistic, yes, and effective in this way. And uh, my family is doing well. Uh, we have a honey bunny God gave us. He turned at a year. He's 14 months old, and he's such cute, yeah. I would say he's like 100% of cuteness. Maybe, can we turn next slide? Next slide, please. Yes. <laughs> I can watch him for a long time, so <laughs> maybe we can turn next slide. And my family is doing well, thanks God. Uh, Mai is doing well. Uh, she's uh, she's a young mom, you know. We call it. We, we, she, she has a newborn baby, but she she's doing uh, well in a, in a, as a mom and as a minister, as a evangelist wife. She's just I don't know how she can do it everything all together, but she's very good. And Dima, he's 13 years old. He will turn his 14th in November, but he says I am almost 14. Now, he's a teenager, so he's doing well as teenager could do. If you have or had teenager in your home, you can understand me. What, I, what do I mean? So he's a part of teenage teen ministry in the church, yes. And he, one day he uh, dreamed to become disciple. Another he dreams uh, to get married soon as possible. <laughs> and one day he say, why you treat me so uh, harsh as adult? I'm just a child. Yes, and sees things everywhere, everything. And he has such a good musical talent. And I miss my family. So thank for your prayers and support, and we, I'm really appreciate. And uh, Maya says hi. She couldn't come this time because of Honey Bunny, but we hope bring him one day here, and yeah. you will see how God is faithful. Yes. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak to this morning. I would say tonight, not tonight in, in Odessa now, but here is the morning. I'm gonna speak this morning. Uh, sermon names a few steps of following Jesus. We will follow Jesus for just a few steps, and we will find how people reacted during these uh, during these steps, and maybe we'll find ourselves. Maybe we'll find something which help us to react better and better. Uh, Jesus said, if you will follow me, it would be a narrow road. You know, it's a narrow gate which follows to the heaven. And the narrow road which follows uh, if you want to follow Jesus. So my first point is, uh, it, it uh, could be scaring the narrow road, it could be scaring, but never boring. Let's read the scripture, and I would ask Tracy, our Usual or uh, normal preacher will read the scriptures. Uh, Mark 10. Do you have a, your own microphone? No, no, no. Because you didn't tell me you wanted me to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> we will read Mark 10 this morning. The whole chapter. Not the whole, but okay, part of this. Uh, oh, verses from okay. 32 to f uh, 34. 
All right, they were on their way to Jerusalem with Jesus leading the way, and the disciples were astonished, while those who followed were afraid. Again, he took the twelve aside, and he told them what was going to happen to him. We're going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and to the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him, spit on him, flog him, and kill him. Three days later, he will rise. Thank you. Uh, it is narrow road, and people, uh, his disciples followed him, and he, they've been scared, even astonished, like scared by death. But they, st- no good, uh, good thing. They still keep following him. And then Jesus turned around, and he didn't say like, "Oh, don't worry, don't be scared, it will, everything will be fine." He said, "No, you know, we are going to the Jerusalem, and Son of Man will, he will killed, and not just killed, he will crucified." How would you feel on the, if you would be in the shoes of these disciples? <laughs> it's not so much encouraging. <laughs> it's not a lot of encouraging. But I would say it's never be boring. And sometimes in our lives when we follow Jesus, we feel the same. Sometimes we feel like uh, it's so scary. I feel like I'm scared to face challenges going up in my, before my face. And sometimes we pray and we, we expect Jesus will turn around and say, Do not worry. It will gone. It will be gone. It, you, know, you will be feel better. And, but sometimes Jesus could answer, Oh, now we are heading to Jerusalem. Right. And Son of Man will be killed. Yeah. And guess, if you will follow for a Son of Man, what will happen with you? Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. Sometimes Jesus, Jesus gave us such answer like that. I do remember we've been in Kiev uh, two years ago. We, after we lost our daughter, we came, we came to the Kiev for a year, for a year just to find out what uh, kind of ministry we would be able to lead. So we've been part of the missions school. Uh, we uh, lead the campus ministry in Kiev, and that that uh, revolution happened in Kiev that that time. Maidan. It, uh, unstable. it was unstable. It was a, a huge protest. I never faced such huge protests in all my life. At the end, in the end, it just it was growing up, growing up, growing up. Escalation was growing up. Uh, it, it was going escalation. All these protests. And the end, you know, uh, like government even be shooting the people. In one day, in one day, 70 people been killed, just in the down, downtown downtown central square. And all the city have been scared. You know, now you have internet, the news just spread out immediately, like in a minute. And everybody had any panic in Kiev. Everybody tried to escape of the city. There, no traffic. All the city just stuck in traffic. It's the first time since World War II, subway been closed. It didn't work, subway. So it, it was no transportation. When people tried to escape the city, and the same day we had the baptism, and yeah, and like during the uh, the time, everybody tried to went out of the city. A disciples, campus student, they got to the downtown because we had the baptism in the swimming pool, and, and some of them they didn't take uh, transportation; they just walked for an hour. I I still remember that it was such a dramatic moment, and the guy, he was a campus student, and we ask the question, you know, you're, you're going to follow Jesus, you know, and maybe, you know, your, your decision will uh, 
uh, will follow you to death. Are you, are you going to stay faithful? He said, yes, Jesus is my Lord. Amen. It may be scary, but it never be boring. Yes. <laughs> Following Jesus. So, after these words, after these words, uh, when you follow, you decided to follow Jesus. Yeah, I know everybody who has called him disciple. We we made this decision. Jesus is my Lord. You know, it doesn't matter what. You know, you count the cost. It doesn't matter what it costs for me. I still be his disciple. I still keep following by his steps. It doesn't matter where he's going. I will follow him. But sometimes we have we have a fear. You know. My challenge is for us this morning. Please, let fear doesn't stop us to follow him. It doesn't matter what kind of fear, what challenges you face in your own life. It may be financial challenges. It might be unrest. This is my country right now. It might be your uh, physical challenges, I mean, with your health. It may be relations challenges with someone in your family, with someone in your friends or co-workers or your uh, friends in your class in university or in school. It doesn't matter. It, we might be, be scared sometimes. It's not a sin to be scared. But we have to be stay faithful and go on this narrow road following Jesus. Amen? Amen? Let's read our next verse. Next verse, uh, 35 to 36. Oh, Mr. Usual Preacher. Yes, okay. Then James James and John, uh, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they asked, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. (laughs) What uh, what do you want me to do for you? Uh, Can you read the whole thing? I can read the whole thing. Until 40. All right, until 40. Um, Picking up in 37. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other one at your left in in your glory. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, well, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or to my left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. My second point is uh, following Jesus. It's not about, it's about the mission, not the position. Following Jesus, it's about the mission not the position. And uh, two brothers came up to Jesus and asked a very simple question. Uh, could, we st- could we stay, uh, let us be seated, one of them from right hand, another from the left hand. How would you feel if you would be in Jesus' shoes? You just shared about your suffering, about your death, and then what is the responding of your disciples? Oh, they, they, uh, they've been uh, nervous about their role in the kingdom. How important they are. And he said, hmm, if you want to drink the cup, I'm, I'm going to drink. If you want to be baptized, the baptism, I'm going to be baptized. Okay, you'll do it. But position, a role, it's not, it's not my place to give this. God will provide you with a position and with a role. You know, sometimes... We think about, uh, what if I would be in this position? What if, if I would lead this ministry? I would do it a little bit differently. But Jesus said, mm, do not worry about this. If you want to serve like that guy served in his ministry, 
God will provide you many opportunities to serve. <laughs> if you want to make decision to help someone or to give yourself to somebody, your strength, your time, your money, you know, to encourage someone, God will provide many opportunities. But it doesn't mean you will take any role in position. God knows. Maybe yes, maybe no. You know, uh, I am so appreciate my wife and her story. When we, we just we dated with her, it was 20 years ago. Uh, she told me her story, how she been, her conversion story and her uh, growing up spiritually. I've been pretty much impressed by her. She's been converting to Odessa Church first, uh, in the first days of the Odessa Church. And she's been invited for full ministry just next month after her conversion. All church, you know, all new disciples, young disciples. So, who could you, who could you invite as church leader? Just from you converted. And uh, she, uh, she, she left her job. She uh, became a full-time ministry. In full-time ministry, she led the ministry. But then, uh, church, uh, they were transitioning church leadership. Another church leader came up to Odessa. And he said, oh, we don't have money to support you no more, so we, 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 will, not, we will not go to support you. So she, but we ask you to lead the same ministry. She had to find out your job. She had your job. She led the same ministry for a while. And then again, there was transition to church leadership. Another church leader came up. And he said, what do you think if you will be a full-time ministry again? <laughs> we found some money there. And she said, okay, yes. And she, uh, yeah, she, uh, she start again, full to be full. And it's going. It was going on the, during the one year. And she, uh, she started work full time for the church again. And uh, they gave her a most challenging ministry in the church in that time. And she started to lead a new ministry, in a, like new group, in the church. And then there were another church leaders transition. Yes, another church. Just let you know, uh, we, came, we started to lead the Odessa church. It was their 10th anniversary, 13 years ago. The church uh, was like 10 years old as a church. And we've been 15th transition of church leadership for 10 years. <laughs> it's pretty much intensive, yes. <laughs> so, it's the same year, another church leader came up, and he started, he'd he been... Uh, he didn't like how church, how church did grow, grew up, and he started to look from statistics which ministry is growing less. And he found my wife's Maya's ministries didn't grow as well as he wanted to. And he said, "You are fired." Yeah. It didn't matter. She started to lead maybe a few weeks ago this ministry. He said, "You are fired." And then, and uh, again, they asked her to lead the same ministry. <laughs> so he led her ministry, and then she asked, she looked for another job, and then another church leader came up. It's like for me, it, it's happened for maybe uh, 16, 17 months, and third time she's been asked to be full time in the ministry, and she said yes. Yeah, I was, when I heard the story, I was like, wow. You <laughs> know, if. I, I, I just thought myself, I want to be close with this woman. She loves God. She loves the church. I need such kind of woman near with me. I start to pray. 
<laughs> she will choose me as her boyfriend and then as her husband. So God answered, God said yes, and I'm happy about it. We will have our 19th anniversary in two weeks. Yeah, thank you. It's not, you know, she, she has a lot of opportunity to serve, but she had an opportunity to choose her position in the church. And this is what I appreciate in her heart, in Maya's heart. Maya's heart. And she still has the same attitude. She finds, every time she finds so many problems all around, she wants to take care of. And honestly, I'm, sometimes I complain, I'm saying it's not your role, it's not our role to do this. But inside of me, I admire her heart. I feel challenging, I feel challenged by myself. I have much lesser heart. I, see, I think more like, here is my job, here is not my job. Here is my role, here is not my role. And some way it's good, it good, it's good way to think about this way, but you know, you still have to heart. If you have opportunity to serve, if you have opportunity to bring glory to God, do it. And God will provide you lots of opportunity if you want to do this. Do you still understand my English? Yes. <laughs> it's like Ukrainian, lingu- Ukrainian English, but I hope you understand me. Ukraine, Ukraine English, yes. And when Tracy came to Odessa, I'm translating him. And I asked him, next time I'll come to Champagne, you should translate me. It will make my job much easier. And actually, I appreciate Trace and Phyllis' story, their life. They, uh, they, you used to be in the ministry more than 20 years, or 30 years. 35 years. <laughs> yeah, 35, 30, 40. <laughs> okay, he's humble man, you know. I just, I, sometimes I'm not good with numbers. But I've been amazed when I heard, and they had a, almost every role in the kingdom you can find in the Bible. And they just feel fine to use anything. They don't say, okay, I want, I want to be elder, everybody should be respect me, or, or he'll say, they will say, I want to be a lead evangelist only, everybody should listen what I will say, I will, I will give a direction to everyone. No. And when they, come, when they come, came to Odessa, they just served to everyone. They stayed in our place, in our home with us for a few days, and they served like the less servants, you know, the less slaves. They just tried to do everything. I feel sad. I'm okay, stop, please, don't do this. Don't clean up the kitchen. <laughs> do not work with my dishwasher. I will do it myself. You are visitors. I am, you know, I am just housing you, not you housing me. And they... When I come to their house, they don't let me do nothing. They just <laughs> serve me. <laughs> you know, I appreciate your hearts, your serving attitude to serve everyone, not only me, but everyone here and in Odessa, everywhere. It's a good example of Jesus' heart. It's not about the, it's not about the mission, not the position. Following Jesus. 
It's my next and the last point is uh, never shut up. <laughs> Let's read Mark 10, 46 to 52. Here it is. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, uh, was sitting on the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him uh, and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man, cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. And throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and he came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, he said, your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Jesus went on his own way to Jerusalem and on his way he found a blind man. And Jesus didn't pay attention to him. He just has his own goal. He followed it. But the Bartimaeus, he started to cry and loudly, like, Jesus, son of man, please help me. And the people around him, what did he say? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, quiet. Just try to pay, to uh, down on him. No, like, okay, don't, 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 don't disturb the teacher. And then Jesus stopped. And he called it Bartimaeus and said, come up, come up to me. And then the same, maybe not the same, but in the same crowd, people just start cheering him. Come on, come on. A teacher called for you. And then he came up and Jesus asked, what do you want from me? And he said, I want to be, I want to see, you know. Okay, your faith, your faith has healed you. So did Jesus come up to him and help him if he would keep kept silent? No. Did Jesus lo would love him? Yes. yes, of course. Jesus loves everyone, but this Jesus answer on direct request sometimes. If you don't have your request, you you just don't ask him. You he did he couldn't he could not reply for you. You know, when we follow Jesus, sometimes we think, oh, Jesus loves me. He knows everything I want to. Yeah, he knows, but do you know what do you want? Ask from him. And sometimes we feel like mm, it's not appropriate to ask for something. Or we sometimes think, if, uh, if, if I will ask something for Jesus, or if I will act for something for Jesus, people will not, will react like we don't like the way how they will react in this. I like this guy Bartimaeus. But if we'll not stop, if we start, uh, if we will keep going on this, we will answer our prayers. Sometimes, uh, our last three years. We lost our Xenia, lovely daughter. And uh, I feel like I have no strength to even cry to God for something, for strength, for ability to lead, just to follow Jesus. 
can we turn next slide, please? Here is my daughter. I miss her. Me and my wife as well. We miss her. We're still crying sometimes. We're still grieving. We have hope we'll meet her. But after three years, we just have more strength. More strength to do, to follow Jesus, do our ministry, whatever it would be in our ministry. Whatever it would be to call, I am disciple. To say, I am disciple. No. And like these people who cheered uh, with Bartimaeus, I had so many people who cheered me up. And he, they just loved me and showed Jesus' love and encouraged me. And just be with me. And Trace and Philip is one of these people. They be on the same day in Odessa when my, my daughter's heart stopped and she passed away. And even this time in June, they came up to Odessa in the same, in the same days. And I felt like I've been overwhelmed, me and my, we've been overwhelmed with the grieving in June, uh, June 4th, it was a day of her death. And Tracy Philly, they came up and I, I was able to share my feelings and empty my heart, you know, to, with, we were able to talk about. I never doubt, in, maybe almost never doubt in my life before about my ministry. I feel like I will do my ministry for my whole life, and I, I will be fired up. I started my ministry at the age of 20. Now I'm 42. But now I'm at the point I cannot say honestly I will be able. I just feel I would, able, I would be able to finish my sermon today. <laughs> I am able to do my ministry this week, maybe this month. It's just honestly. But... I said myself, I will never shut up. Yeah. I will be cry for strength for, to God, to my friends, to my um, to my friends, to other disciples. I will never shut up. I don't know what is what God, what the role God will prepare for me, but I I decided we decided me and my wife we decided we will use every opportunity to bring glory to God. Either it will be church leaders and evangelists, or we will serve in the King's kingdom. Yeah. We will just ushers, or we just greeting people in the Sunday hall, or I don't know. I don't know what role God will provide for me, but I'm going to do every opportunity to serve Him. And I'm, I want to say thank you. You shared your leaders with us, your normal preacher. <laughs> You shared them with us. They, uh, they came up in Odessa for two times this year, and we look forward to have in October him and Josh and Michelle and Kevin and Leanne in October. It helps a lot to the church. Their maturity, their experience, their uh, faith. You know, I know you suffer. I know it's a church. You suffer because you uh, lose for a time your leaders. You know, you uh, you give the money. It takes some money for that, but it's worthy. It's worthy to spend money this way. And I'm I appreciate it. I, I'm gonna say thank you for all these donations and uh, all these transitions. I mean, amen. At this point, I want to say we need 
We need someone in our lives who helps us in our dark moment. Someone before me on a communion talk, he said, could you remember your grieving or challenging times in your life? I remember. And I'm grateful in that time I had Jesus and I had people who cheered me and say, come on, teacher, call for you, call to him. Say your request to him. What do you want from Jesus? We need such a people in our lives. We have to decide today. I, I'm, I, okay, Is it, it's not a good word for a church to say, but I want to say I'm guest speaker. I never shut up. <laughs> so we need to have same intensity to grow in our relationship with Jesus in our relationship with other brothers and sisters to be close to each other's life in the conclusions I want to say a few words we have seen just few steps of Jesus it was the same way of Jesus steps but we had a different response from other people from other people on this on his way. Some someone been scared. But you know, if sometimes it's scary, but it's never be boring. Sometimes complain about the position. We don't know about their own position. But God and Jesus promised us they will provide a lot of opportunity to serve and to give. And the second point, it has a great joy at the end if you live by faith and won't quit. This is what happened with Bartimaeus. He went up just jumping on the road following Jesus. He was full of joy because he, his request been answered. You know, at the end all our prayers been answered. At the end we will face a great, great joy. But we have a choice right now to live by faith and follow Jesus or quit. So choice is ours, but promises is God's. Amen. And I do believe we will do right choices, and we will encourage and help to each other. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you, Madison Church.